What's going on, everyone? You're listening to the Monday Post Press Conference Recap, sponsored by the Ranch Harley Davidson in College Station. I'm Alex Miller with Eagle, joined always by Travis Brown. We're inside Cal Field. Just heard from Jimbo Fisher and a few AM football players ahead of their game against Arkansas this weekend at AT&T Stadium. Uh, you know, Travis, uh, AM coming off a big win over Miami uh, on Saturday. Um, you know, what, what, were, what were some of the key things Jimbo had to say uh, looking back at that game in particular? Yeah, I think the one thing that stood out to me the most is, is for, for several reasons, is kind of one small quote when Jimbo was talking about what he saw from the offense after going through film, and that was, I know it doesn't look like it, but we're close. As in, they're close to finding that execution. It's just one little tweak here or there that will turn some of those plays into uh, either successes that weren't successes or, or, or bigger plays in the future. Uh, we'll have to see uh, how that necessarily pans out. And, but, but I think that there's two things to that. One, I think Jimbo knows and feels that the, the, the kind of pressure that's on him and the offense to, to be successful uh, because that's what that first part is. I know it doesn't seem like it. Uh, and then the second part is that there are developments being made and, and, and things moving forward uh, with that offense. Um, a lot of talk, about, again, about Max Johnson uh, said that he, he uh, had a lot of, of poise and uh, was able to, to run the, man, the, the offense uh, pretty well. So there was a few times where the decisions weren't necessarily quite right or quite there, but he liked where he was uh, moving forward on that. Another interesting part about that, too, is the fact that got a little bit into their recruitment of Max Johnson, and their recruitment of Max Johnson was a little bit less of them and more of, of him. Uh, uh, Jimbo and Brad Johnson, Max Johnson's dad, have known each other for a long time, and when he was going to put his name, or when he did put his name in the transfer portal, they reached out to A&M and Jimbo to see if they would be interested, and they said, hey, you know what? I think we would be. So a little bit of an interesting dynamic there with that. Yeah, you know, something that Jimbo noted about the offensive line in particular was that they got better as the game went on against Miami. Uh, noted how, you know, some running lanes started to open up, and I think that's something what we didn't notice. I don't think AM ran the ball as well as they probably hoped, but certainly looked better than they did against App State, even against Sam Houston. Especially that right side of the line, the Layden Robinson, uh, Reuben Fothery side. That seemed to be a side that really opened up some pathways for him. Yeah, and then I uh, think, think we have some injury updates too. Sure. Uh, Andre White will not be available. He was injured, of course, in that Sam Houston State game, the first game of the season. He will not be back at practice this week. Jimbo Fisher did say that Antonio Johnson and Walter Nolan uh, will be back, of course. Walter Nolan didn't play in the game uh, last Saturday. Uh, he, he's seen you know, some rotational time there at defensive tackle. Antonio Johnson, they're, they're all-purpose, all, all all-around uh probably best defender uh, back there in, in, in the defensive secondary. He got hurt late in the game on Saturday and didn't come back into the game, but Jimbo Fisher said he should be back uh, ready to play uh, this week against Arkansas. You know, and I'll, I'll interject something too, something that stood out to me as well. Uh, we had a little kicker talk today because, yes. of course, Randy Bond was run out there uh, to kick the, the field goal instead of Caden Davis. Uh, and Jimbo said, rise of right now, Randy Bond is, is their guy. Uh, but d said that kind of the same, uh, uh, you know, disclaimers to everything, that the competition is always open week to week, and that he could see a scenario where if they needed a really long field goal, Caden Davis has more range, they could run him back out for that. Especially in a stadium like AT&T where, you know, no wind, a little mm -hmm. easier to kick off that turf, so could see that maybe at the end of the half if mm -hmm. Bainham's in that kind of position. Uh, heard from a few players today, heard from Albert Regis, I think for the first time, sure. the first time we talked with him. 
you know, uh, Jimbo had to Jimbo had to mention how you know he he was a running back and a tight end out of high school. What were some of the things that really stood out of what Albert had to share? Well, we asked him why uh, he decided to come to AM and that was actually really fascinating. He said he had an uncle and his older brother who are both really big A and M fans. Both of them have actually since passed, and so he thought that coming here to A and M would kind of be living on their legacy and their uh, fandom, getting to suit up for the Aggies. So that was an interesting part of it, and then. Uh, just uh, talking a little bit, uh, it was funny. He said he had the wherewithal after he blocked that kick to think, okay, I, I don't know if the ball passed the line of scrimmage. If we can, if we, I'm going to find the ball first to see if we can advance it. And once he realized he wasn't, the next thing he thought about is, shoot, I got to celebrate. And then he said he, he unlocked his inner de- uh, defensive back to give like a no good and put his arms in the air. And uh, so that was a, a pretty fun, really great uh, conversation with him. Uh, uh, seemed like a really, uh, really smart kid and. Uh, had a, a lot to say about um, that defensive line trying to get that little bit more push against the, the run block uh, uh, against all their opponents this year. Guy that's waited his turn, got his first career start last week. I think it's his third year in the program, so mm-hmm. um, had a big game last week against Miami. Uh, some other personnel notes. Uh, Jimbo said the four freshmen that were suspended mm-hmm. last week against Miami, uh, Evan Stewart, Chris Marshall, Denver Harris, Smoke Bowie, they'll all be back against Miami. Uh, and Nia Smith uh, had something to say about just kind of, you know, what went, when, when all that went down, how, how some of those leadership players were informed on some of that. Sure. He said that once they all kind of realized what had happened and some, a team rule had been violated, Fisher and the coaching staff brought their leadership group in to have a conversation to let them know kind of what was going on and be involved with that or hear the decision-making process of what would happen going forward with that. And Anaya Smith said he pulled some of those guys aside and had conversations with them as uh, the leader of that group. Of course, two of them were Evan Stewart and Chris Marshall, two wide receivers, uh, being the, the leader of that group to kind of talk through um, making some better decisions moving forward. You know, two more quick things. One, Jimbo, a lot of high praise for Arkansas. Said they're a very veteran team. think we knew that coming in. Said bumper pool. It seems like he's been playing there forever. I think he's my age, maybe. I don't know. I'm like 24. But, uh, you know, Certainly certainly had some high remarks for the Razorbacks and what Sam Pittman's been able to do pretty quickly there. Yeah, they're going to be a physical team. Uh, they, they've been running the ball really well. Um, and then K.J. Jefferson is a quarterback that Jimbo Fisher has always praised a lot. Big, strong, powerful guy is what, what he said about him. Uh, can, can run a really good offense, manage the offense really well. On, on defense, again, another physical defense. They're actually going to have another linebacker, and I can't remember his name Drew now. Sanders. That, Drew Sanders. Drew Sanders, that transferred in, who's actually – uh, kind of been the standout for them uh, defensively, especially, and, and I know Jalen uh, uh, Catalan was uh, a guy who played defensive back, but he mm-hmm. was one of their big big thumpers, big hitter as well, and he's gonna, he's out for the season. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see uh, how A&M can run it against that defensive front, but I'm sure that's something we'll get into later this week. Yes, one more thing, oh. uh, Jimbo, when he at, uh, you know, there's some mixed opinions on, you know, A&M Arkansas playing at AT&T Stadium, whether people like it or not. Jimbo said he actually likes playing up there, which I found well, a little interesting. Well, you know, I mean, the, the first, for the players, it's fun because you get to right. play in an NFL stadium. I know there's everything great about Kyle Field and, and the allure that it has, but, you know, if you play a sport and you grow up and you watch the pros, like, you want to 
be like a pro, and that's a, that's a good chance to do that. He's also mentioned in the past that it, it really does in some ways simulate a bowl game, that neutral site kind of venue, mm -hmm. and, and gets them prepared for that when those opportunities uh, do come. But it, it's also a moot point at this point because we already know from both ADs that after the contract's up in 2024 that these are going to go back to the campuses, uh, at least for that, that short time being moving forward. So, yeah, you know, there's plus – I know the fans are not super – uh, thrilled about it all the time because you know everyone wants to be here at at Kyle Field and and everyone wants to go and experience the other uh, venues as well, including up there in Fayetteville. But uh, but yeah, I mean I think that there's positives for both teams and and you know I think that I think that when both well they they played here in 2020 right and uh, it was a pretty exciting game. But I think there is something about that neutral site having a both fan bases there in pretty good force and being in that NFL stadium that just brings that little bit extra out of both teams because that's always one of those games that no matter what the rankings are what the records are um, it's it's a it's a rivalry game and, yeah. and it brings a little bit more out of them and I think AT&T Stadium plays played a little bit of a part in that well we'll be there this Saturday at AT&T Stadium but until then please check the U.com for all of our coverage leading up to AM's big game against the Razorbacks. For Travis Brown, I'm Alex Miller. We'll see you next time.